This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. On Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barsulia on this sunny, lovely Thursday in Northern California. It's very warm outside. You're very warm outside. You look like you're dressed for it. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to be going out in jeans and a t-shirt and uh, some kind of western-looking shirt for a gig that I'll be performing down uh, in Petaluma in oh, a couple hours after our show concludes. We have for today's show some uh, new articles here. Um, and we're going to start with one that's super relevant for the line dance community. This one is from danceandcompany.wordpress.com. It is entitled, Seven Ways to Thank Your Dance Teacher. I think that will be super helpful for a lot of people. Okay. <clears throat> ah, mm. Article. <laughs> Thank you. Two words most of us never seem to hear enough of, especially as parents. Am I right? I mean, we're not usually looking for a thank you, and most of the time we just don't expect it. But it is nice to hear it once in a while. The same is true for our dance teachers. They work hard to share their love of dance and fitness with their students. I'm often amazed at how they remember each dancer's name and how they can command a room full of teenagers or toddlers, all while teaching them technique and choreography. In addition, they are also instilling dedication and discipline into our children thus making them well-rounded individuals that we can all be proud of. Plus, they have a ton of energy and make every class fun. I believe all teachers make an impact on their students, whether they help build someone's confidence or help them perfect a dance move. Our dance teachers inspire us in many ways. Many times their impact stays with us forever, and the least we can do is thank them. Here are seven ways you can thank your dance teacher today. Number one. Do your best. This is the easiest thing you can do. One way to show you appreciate your teacher is to simply do your best. When you shine, they shine. They take pride in knowing they had a hand in teaching you to be the best dancer you can be. Well, I feel like that it's a little self-explanatory. Um, but yeah, as long as you're trying, um, that means the most, I think. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you're genuinely giving it an effort and you're really trying to understand the movement or the steps or anything to that extent, mm -hmm. um, like that's when the instructors feel like... I, I don't want to say like the most rewarded, but they feel that your effort is a reward for themselves. I know the few times um, I've taught or tried to break down a dance with someone and they're really struggling with it, but they fight for it from start to finish. Like, that is the best feeling in the world for me. Um, and, you know, it's like I tend to try and acknowledge them in the way of, you know, I saw you really fighting for that. That Thank you so much for the effort. It's it's so important that you didn't give up. Um I think that's that's a big thing. Um, I would have to, also have to say is um, doing your best. It's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, getting out there and taking the lesson in the first place is a huge thing. It's showing that you're trying um, to show support. Mm -hmm. I know um, 
sometimes it's hard and embarrassing or like the dance is really, really complicated. So you're hesitant to get out there or it pushes you past your comfort level because you don't like learning in groups or whatever the case may be. Just sitting on the sidelines, um, which I, I know I'm guilty of this too, um, on your phone can be really, really disrespectful and, and, um, it can break the feel of the room for the instructor and the class versus even if you already know the dance, getting out there and being a wall for somebody or, um, just getting out there and trying is, is, is really, really means something. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of uh, being a wall for someone, there were three times that, um, that like doing your best kind of popped into mind for me. One of them was at uh, Big Bang when Rachel was teaching Stomp Your Feet. And like we learned from a video. So having the opportunity to take her actual class, I, I was hoping that you know, in a way we would almost be able to just um, show a difference in how we were doing it to start versus how we did it after the lesson was over. Yes. And that was even amplified when she was suggesting to people like, oh, you know, Megan and Chris know it, go look at them in the back. Like, then you really want to uh, not just you know, do it well enough to show the dance teacher like, oh, yeah, we, we actually did take something away from this lesson. We're like doing it more tightly or with more technique. But now, like, you want to kind of almost like sell the dance more because now people are like looking at you and you are exemplifying at least for a few minutes like what the potential is in this dance so then you really want to do your best like you don't want to let down anyone the choreographer or the instructor who happens to be teaching right then or or the students learning or the students yeah um also i i remember this uh being the case at Palm Springs line dance event, which next year will be called Palm Springs Winter Break, when we were learning Made in the Shade from Joe, uh, who co-choreographed that with Rachel, we were in the front row. Mm -hmm. And that was another case of like, she can see us. She's standing right there on stage. (laughs) If we do anything weird or, or whatever, if we stumble over ourselves, if we get distracted or like if it were you know a bar environment you know how people go on their phones like anything we do she as the instructor can see so I know I was very conscious of wanting to get all the steps at least at very basic um, correct before I moved on to something a little more playful like with bending what the steps could be like I wasn't ready for that I wanted to just kind of fill out my my um, report card or whatever as like met expectations <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I certainly know that in general I obviously I want to do my best for me um, I like the idea that when I'm trying as a dancer I'm showing support for the instructor and the choreographer I also really really enjoy Um, when I'm able to take the lesson from the choreographer themselves, uh, because then it's, it's a, in my opinion, I only have so much I can give at this moment in this stage of my life that taking their dance and doing as much as I possibly can, regardless of how, um, simple or complex the dance is, as long as I'm giving it everything I can, 
they're going to get the most out of it too because I know that it's it's an energy thing it's it's uh, the whole room as long as everybody's trying we're all in it together we're all having a good time and it's a memory that's created for all of us including the instructor mm-hmm. yeah now that I think about it even the back wall people who don't feel like they're wall leaders if they're just really getting into it then when we all face the back wall like I can't depend on you know people watching my energy because I'm on the front wall. I can't depend on them seeing that and thinking like, oh wow, okay, so he's having a lot of fun with it, and therefore you know I have permission to do the same. Once they're on the back wall, like I'm not there anymore. Like if they look in front of them and they just see a bunch of people kind of laugh, 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 laying through it, and now they're like, oh gosh, well I was really liking this dance, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if these people are doing this, then like. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should tone it down. You know, maybe I shouldn't get so into it. Maybe the dance teacher is just weird. <laughs> and that's true, but like, it doesn't mean. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that they have to tone it down. We can all be weird together. True story. Uh, oh, and the, another, the third time that, um, that the doing your best, I think, came to mind, like, despite difficulties, was uh, when I learned Skinny Love at my first Vegas Dance Explosion event. And. Uh, Roy Hedisabrodo was teaching. He was you know, dressed like a dance teacher, and he had like dance-looking shoes or at least street shoes, and you know, vest and everything. I was in my Western gear because that's what I thought this event was, and I had like my boots trying to do skinny love, and I really wanted to get that dance, so I was really fighting for it. But man, I mean, in my yeah jeans and buckle and all that stuff, it was it was um, not the smoothest experience. <laughs> And then months later, uh, when he came up for the workshop in Novato, and shortly after that, I started like dancing in different kinds of shoes. Um, then I was able to really get more um, of a style into my legs like he has in his. But at that time, I just kind of had to do the best with what I could. My boots, like, ugh. There's that part where you do like the, the kick, kick, kick part with your right foot. And that was awkward and stiff. Oh. Um, yeah, whatever you have on, whatever you're wearing uh, at the, the lesson you happen to be at, um, if, you're, if your instructor can see that you're really trying and, um, and you're just kind of, like I say, making the most of the resources you have available to make the most of that dance, then um, I think that your instructor will appreciate that. Number two, bring a friend to class. Have you ever heard that saying, the highest compliment we could receive is a referral of a friend? I actually haven't. (laughs) I usually see it at dental or doctor's offices, but it still stands true here. When you bring a friend to class, you're letting your dance teacher and the studio know that you value what they teach. Bring your friend to class, introduce them to your teachers, and tell them why you think they're so great. You brought me to Wine Country Line Dance, and then I brought my sister. Yep. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that I think by bringing someone into it, even if it's just the one time, um, it's you vouching for it. It's you saying, I stand behind this, this event, this person, this instruction, um, this workshop, whatever the case may be. It's you're, you're vouching for it at that point. Um, and that's a huge compliment mm. when everyone 
wants to involve more people because they love it so much. I, I would imagine as the as the instructor instructor or the venue manager or anything like that, like that says a lot to you. Um, because they're telling more people about it. So they want to make it bigger. They want to make it more well known. Um, so I, I would definitely consider that a compliment. Hmm. Yeah. With, um, circuit world and country world, it's kind of gone both ways where we've encouraged people from say Dolly's class, like Kendra to come out to like Twin Oaks and Hot Monk and do like country bar dances and all that stuff. And we've also, at Hot Monk, told people who are first-time dancers, if you wanted to follow up and do more dancing, there's Dolly's class, which she teaches in San Rafael, which is close to Novato, for people who are in the UK listening to this right now and have no idea what cities we're, uh, we're talking about right now. They're close to each other. So <laughs> um, you, can, you can... It's like when you take your hands and you fold your fingers across each other, like when you're or cupping a bug under there or something. Um, that's sort of what you're able to do with some of these students. Like the people who are beginners, just beginner, beginner, beginners, have no idea what the difference is between country versus circuit or any of that stuff. So if you meet some cool people doing like Rio and Aussie in your circuit beginner class, like invite them out to a country bar and maybe they'll have fun doing Watermelon Crawl and God Bless Texas. You never know. Um, this year, this coming year, uh, for this upcoming Vegas dance explosion, we're going to be bringing a lot of friends. Hopefully. Fingers Hopefully. crossed. Yeah. Uh, to, to kind of expose them to the wide world of international line dance beyond Southern Californian country bars. And we're hoping to break their minds the way our minds have already been broken. <laughs> and um, Let me phrase that. Broken open. Well, you could phrase it like that, I guess. Uh, it sounds more positive. Remember that whole true. like don't 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 put yourself down. It's okay to be who you are and what you like. Well, okay. So, <laughs> for context, like when I went into uh, my first Vegas, I was trying to. Uh, many people have probably heard this before, but like I was trying to learn all the dances in California, and. I thought that meant go to all the country bars and then write down all the dances they do and then go online and find what they are and then do them. And at that time, that was also um, through like mostly video if I could find them and not step sheets because I didn't know how to read those things. I thought I was almost done. I thought I only had a few more bars to go and I would know everything in California and I'd have it all in a spreadsheet and then I could you know, teach people if I, if, if I had a venue to do so. And then I went to Vegas and I saw all these other dances and I, it just, it, I was done. <laughs> I, was, I, I, there, I couldn't go any further from there. It, uh, in a sense, just kind of like broke the model that I had in my mind of what line dancing was and what could be learned. And it just, yeah, it was all shattered on the floor with all these tiny little dance names on all the pieces. <laughs> from 20, 30, however many years of dance history. So that's what we're going to be inflicting upon our friends. And then they get to meet all, all our other friends in the, in the international scene. Very excited. Yep. I really hope this works out. Yep. But uh, back to our list. Yes. Bring a friend to class. All right. <clears throat> Number three, show up, listen up. In order to do your best, you have to show up to class. Be on time, and be sure to listen. 
By doing all these things, you're letting your teacher know that you are serious about dance class. By showing up and listening, you give your dance teacher the motivation to keep going. You inspire them by showing up. I show up. On time is another matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Early morning classes are tricky. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm really bad at that. Really bad at that. Um, but, you know, I was like, I show up, and when I get there, I'm, I, I definitely jump in as, as much as I can. Um, I always feel guilty walking in in the middle of a lesson. So, like, I know better. Mm. I certainly know better. I know how distracting that can be and how that can break someone's learning process. And uh, so I feel really bad when I do walk in halfway through a lesson. Uh, but I remember... Just this last Sunday when we show when we actually arrived early to Wine Country Line Dance, everybody was shocked. <laughs> and I went, Oh, that's kinda of bad. <laughs> that's kinda of bad that they're all like, What are you doing here so early? And we're like, Oh, y- you mean on time? <laughs> early being ten AM <laughs> like four hours after other people have been doing whatever with their day. Right. Um so yeah, I mean I know that it says more when you show up on time. Mm. Uh, but again, like by being there and being present, it, it sh- certainly shows a commitment um, and a dedication. It, it's a whole lot easier for the instructor uh, not to have to like re-catch people up on whatever they missed. Um, I know it's kind of difficult when you're halfway through a lesson um, at like say for instance one of the bar scenes and then you turn around and 20 people have joined the floor in the last four counts and you're like um but i'm on count 24 out of 32 awesome do i go back and reteach do i do a quick review what do i do at this point um and i know like for for me anyways like i'm glad that more people are on the floor I want them to get the dance, but at the same time, it's like, okay, what do I do with the people that have already on the floor? Do I just keep going and add on and then loop it back around? Or maybe on the new wall, I take it really, really slow. So it's it's a little bit tricky. Um, And I would much, again, much rather people join halfway through the dance than completely sit it out. Uh, But uh, it's something to to consider showing up and being there present and trying. The listening up also um, sets a good example. If a new student is in your class and you are an established student who's like, oh, well, you know, whatever, I already know this lesson and we can ignore the next eight counts. I'm going to chat with my friend, blah, 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 blah. Then the new student who doesn't know what's going on thinks that's an okay thing to do because they... They don't know the context. They don't know that you already know these counts. So they think, oh, well, okay. Well, I guess we don't need to listen. We can just we can just chit-chat, and then that's what we're supposed to do. Like, I don't want to be the odd person out who looks like some teacher's pet just staring at their feet and, you know, listening to their actual lesson. Like, oh, this is like a social time. But if they're trying to talk to you, and it's just about some, like, you know, how are the dogs, or, you know, how well, crazy weather, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, I know, it's nuts, though. What, what did they say? Oh, 
well, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure I get that next part. Like, when you're showing them that your priority on the floor is taking that class, then they will implicitly get that sense without having to be scolded. On the floor, oh, we listen to the instructor. <laughs> That's why we're here. Right? Yeah. Um, also, this, I, I, I just know this from um, experiences I've had with certain line dances, but um, even if you're on the sidelines, if you're carrying on a conversation and do something crazy on whatever, you know, it's a loud song, no big deal, no one's really going to mind if you're like hooting it up and whatever. But if it's sound of silence or like tell your heart to beat again or heartbeat or one of these other really quiet, solemn, pensive sort of songs, then if you're having a really loud, raucous conversation, uh, it might take other people and the dancers who are on the floor out of their immersion. So if you are able to just kind of hold back for a song or two, and, or maybe speak in hushed tones, then that lets everybody else have the experience they want. And maybe if you're a contrary sort of person and you're thinking, well, I'm not dancing, I should be able to do what I want. It's a social, right? I should be social. Well, fine. But um, there are other people to consider. And you want to be sure that they have a great experience at their social. And there's always outside <laughs> if you really need to step outside for whatever reason. So that would be the, the aspect of listening up that I would want to point to as well is like be aware of what the overall vibe or experiences in the room and try to fit in well with that so that everybody gets what they want from that day oh yeah and in showing up don't make a big scene like okay i'm here woo finally we can get the party started like you know if you are coming in during the middle of a lesson then just be as if you were always there slip in through the side and don't cross Oh, we talked to one of the DJs oh. about this. Don't cross between the entire class and the instructor, either on stage or at the front, um, because it's very distracting, and it also takes people out of it, and you can just go around. And again, you might be thinking, well, I don't want to go all the way around. I'm like, oh, i got to get from here to B, and you know, gotta got to step stage left, get to stage right, just walk across. But that that can affect other people's experience, and you might want to make sure uh, not to have the whole room hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just a, a minor etiquette. Uh, the other side of that would be when they're trying out a sequence not to cross near them either, regardless of wall or bat, like teacher or wherever they are facing. Because mm. um, it can get really, really distracting when you're trying to learn a sequence and try it out and then have someone cross right or like walk right next to you, it can very easily um, break you out of it. And mm -hmm. so, like, if you do show up late, wait until there is a legitimate time to cross the floor mm -hmm. if you have to cross the floor at all. Or, like, let's say you were meeting up with a friend of yours and the friend is in the middle, like, dead center of the dance floor, and you maybe are less comfortable and you think, Oh, I want to. I really want to stand next to my friend, and you cross between everybody in that whole grid to get to your friend. It's okay to just take the lesson on the side or in the back corner or anywhere that doesn't disrupt everyone else. Uh, you will be fine. You don't have to be 
right next to them. Um, and after doing you know a few lessons, you'll get that sense. It's harder just to believe me when I say it. But yeah, maybe you'll even make a couple of new friends in your back corner. Number four. As we scroll down, or do we? It seems like we have frozen. Let's see. Let's see what we get when we open up tunein.com slash move radio. That's funny how this happens on occasion. Minor technical difficulties here. All right, we're opening up the TuneIn app. And uh, it sounds like Move Radio is playing some kind of music. So what we're going to do at this point, for everybody who's listening along with our handy-dandy recorder, we're going to pause, we're going to restart the computer, and we're going to come back with number four on our list. All right, we are back from our technical surprises on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. The laptop decided to install a lot of updates for about 10 minutes, <laughs> unexpectedly. And it said, do not turn off your computer. We're back now, and we are on number four of our list. Our list is seven ways to thank your dance teacher. Number four was be a good example while in class. Be a good example. If possible, be a model student for your peers. Follow the rules, ask questions, and offer to help. Be proactive and show a genuine effort to support those around you. We actually covered this just a moment ago with uh, talking about how when you show new students that you are focused on the instructor, then that's something they will do as well. They will follow your lead as somebody who's been to more classes than they have. And when they see that you are listening and following along, that's what the new student should be doing as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's also one of those things that um, if you're, like, as I said, offering to help... Mm -hmm. Um, and you create a welcoming and positive environment, uh, it, it certainly sets the tone and the vibe for other people to work off of that same um, situation when it's their turn to welcome people and help people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it certainly sets the flow of how uh, the class can be ran, or the lesson for that matter. Uh, the important thing is to uh, make sure if you are offering to help that you at least are um, in the same flow as the teacher (laughs) and not doing your own thing. But um, yeah, I know I've always really, really uh, appreciated anytime anyone tries to, you know, offer their help to me when I'm learning um, a a new dance that is maybe more difficult for me or for whatever reason I'm missing some step sequence Uh, When they help break it down for me, I really appreciate that. So when the shoe's on my foot, I like trying to do the same thing for others. Mm -hmm. Did you have any star students when you were teaching at-risk youth in Santa Rosa? Um, It's so hard because I don't want to play favorites at all. And I feel like picking out a star student. Well, star in the sense of being um, a good, good example. There, there certainly was um, 
one individual that really, really stuck out because she was constantly trying her best and she was constantly, you know, like struggling to get it, but she never gave up. Um, and then there was one other girl who, when she would get something after class or whatever, she would, she would talk with one of the other girls who was struggling and be like, okay, did you want me to go slower and work with you on it? Um, so I had like those two girls and as their instructor, it made me feel good and it made me proud, um, that not only was the one like really, really trying for it and really, really fighting for it and like determined to get it. And she had such a positive attitude about it. Um, and then the other was just so like willing to help others get the dances. Oh, you know who I think of when I think of a good example is our dear friend, Stephanie Miller of Sonoma State Line Dance Club. She shows up early to really every lesson that I can think of. Um, She's enthusiastic. She'll learn anything, even when it's confusing because I'm teaching it vanilla and the way that we all originally learned it at the bars was not vanilla. It was just whatever the people around us were doing. She's still willing to stick it out, take the lesson. Even if she forgets how to do it vanilla after that and just goes back to what she knows, she at least takes the lesson. Um, She has a positive attitude about what look like complex dances and she'll try them anyway. It's not just, when, when am I ever going to dance this? Or where can I go to actually dance this? It's just, okay, well, we'll give it a try. That's what we're here for. It's club. And when she leads that charge, then maybe people who are on the fence are more inclined to say, well, Steph's doing it. And I guess she and I are about the same you know, as far as dancers go. So uh, if she can do it, I can do it. And then they'll want to do it too. Yeah. So big shout out and props to Stephanie Miller, who probably doesn't listen to this podcast, but if she ever does, Easter egg for her to find. Number five, show them what you learned. Dance teachers want to see the fruits of their labor. If there's a move you're having trouble with, but are taking time to perfect outside of class, pull your teacher aside and show her you have finally mastered it. If you used your talents outside of class, such as in a school talent show or play, show them. If you invite them, but they can't physically be at your performance, you can tag them on social media or send them a video. I guarantee they'll be excited for you. And I can almost guarantee they'll be smiling on the inside and outside knowing they've touched your life in some magical way. I love seeing videos of dances that we've like taught to people or choreographed. Uh, and when I see somebody like Alex... Alexander Logan Young, one of our dear friends in Southern California, doing Broken Heart by Virginie Barjaud at any dance venue after having seen us, or I guess at the time it was just myself doing it and he was motivated to learn it. I see him going out there and like killing it after struggling through it for so long uh, and I feel very happy for him that, you know, he saw something that was that challenging and outside of the normal country bar dance type and he learned it and now he can do it wherever he wants and I think that's one of the great things about line dance is once you have it you can carry it with you and compared to other things that you might spend that you know five or ten dollars on 
when you have either the option of a lesson or like a cheeseburger, when the cheeseburger is gone, that's it. Like it's gone. You just have the memory of having eaten it once. But when you take that time and you learn a dance and over the course of an hour, you can be doing that dance for years and get so much more enjoyment out of it. So whenever I see somebody take some complicated dance like stomp your feet or uh, recently chase that dollar <clears throat> and I, I see them excited to request it and then to actually do it on an open dance floor it makes me feel like I helped in some way to pollinate uh, that that dance to people who would get the most out of it so it really does mean something as an instructor when they say show them what you've learned like I love seeing what people have learned <clears throat> yeah um, I know we had a um I guess for lack of a better term, a uh, field trip <laughs> for club um, uh, what last month, I'd say. And this is for Sonoma State Line Dance Club. Um, and to Stoney's, which is, you know, like an hour and 40 minutes away from where we teach club. And I know that because we frequent Stoney's a lot, um, they a couple of the club members asked specifically for certain dances that we had taught them to be played. And if there's any way that we can ask the DJ to have that dance get played. Um, the good news is the ones that they were requesting are ones that multiple people knew. So chances of it getting played was a lot higher than say, I'd never heard of this dance before, but sure, I'll let your five people dance it on an empty floor. Um, it was one that was definitely, you know, had more people that had the potential of knowing it. And uh, so we were able to request those and they were able to be played. And that was a really cool feeling knowing that we had brought that dance into them. Um, we had taught it to them, they learned it, they liked it enough that they wanted to dance it, um, and they asked for it to be requested. That was really cool. When you were mentioning um, seeing videos, uh, this is more than the teacher because we didn't actually teach them this, we choreographed it, but seeing that video of our friends down in uh, SoCal dancing can't walk away um and seeing all their own different styles like that was so rewarding and such a treat for me um to see them take something that we had put out there and just have fun with it and do what they felt natural doing in those movements um i've seen a couple different ones from all across the country now of different people trying it out in their local venues and it's it's so rewarding to see people enjoying a dance that we were lucky enough to create um and i know i've seen the rewards of people dancing the dances that i have taught and dancing the dances you have taught that it, it's just such an amazing feeling when someone is enjoying themselves because you as the instructor or the choreographer brought something to them. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great feeling to know that you help them express something 
whatever they felt they needed to express at that moment. Mm-hmm. Number six, bring them a gift. Gifts are always welcome, but as you can see from reasons one through five, they're not necessary. But they are always a great way to show your appreciation to your teachers. Gifts don't have to be expensive, just thoughtful. Do some research to find out what your teachers like, or get them something that reminds you of them. Gift cards are easy, and it gives them a way to treat themselves at their convenience. Flowers, coffee, tea, and photos of you together are always my personal go-to. Um... I got a Panera gift card once. That was great. <laughs> I was able to get Panera that day. Um, yeah, I mean, just a, a, a simple card that says thank you even. Just something saying that you took the moment, you thought of them, you wanted to show gratitude for them. Um, it's, it's huge. It goes a long way. I know a common practice with, like, uh, stage performance stuff is is you'll give the director and the um, like the orchestra conductor you'll give them flowers or the accompaniment accompanist um, flowers as a, a way of thanking them um, and acknowledging all their hard work and that's that's essentially what it is is you're just taking a moment to say thank you for everything you do for me um, I really really appreciate it. And it can be as simple as that. You don't necessarily need to uh, buy them a gift. You can, you know, make something at home, make cookies or whatever. Meatballs in Megan's case. She makes <laughs> amazing meatballs. <laughs> Why, thank you. Mm. Mm. Photos together I see a lot of in the line dance community. And those are nice to see, especially as the friendship deepens over years you can always look back on how different say Guyton's hair was <laughs> and uh, all the different styles that uh, people have gone through to get where they are today and like you know that at the core of that they're still the same people they were but um, you know it really shows you the, the journey that you've made together in a way that just a, a photo from yesterday alone wouldn't do you like to have that that um, difference and that uh, progression Hmm. I'm trying to think if there are any other any other gifts that I've received or given in the dance world. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Those comments uh, from Stoney's after teaching Can't Walk Away where people would say, wow, what was that second dance you taught? That was fun. What was that one called? And we didn't tell them that it was ours. Like, This was them just reflecting on the experience they had of learning some dance in this crowded bar, noisy people, and they really wanted to make a point of thanking us for helping them learn that and wanted to know what its name was. And it was a really nice feeling that it was also our dance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, those comments, they do not go unnoticed. Yeah, w- words of gratitude mean just as much, if you ask me, as an actual physical gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me think we should do uh, an episode on love languages at some point. Number seven, just say it. Or write it in a nice note. Just saying thank you, believe it or not, is a thoughtful gesture and is much appreciated. Don't underestimate the power of a simple thank you. They are always welcome, and when not expected 
makes a huge impact. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's words of gratitude. They just, a lot of times, for whatever reason, I don't think instructors hear them enough. Um, They put a lot of thought into their lesson plans. They put a lot of thought into choosing the difficulty level for your particular class and your lesson. Um, If it also just so happens to be the choreographer of that particular dance, I mean, that's another thing that's more thought and work. And then... And then they're up there teaching it to you, and that's them working and them trying to explain it to you in a way that you will understand. And just a simple thank you so much, you know, it does really go a long way. Mm -hmm. It's easy to assume that they hear it all the time, so it would just be bothering them, or they don't want to hear it another time from another person. Like, maybe they don't get told that by as many people as you would assume that they do. Yeah. Because even though... Even though there are these people that stand up on stage and you know, seem like they've got it all together, they've got the world on, uh, in the palm of their hand or whatever, like, they're normal people. And, and just by giving them those simple words that you would appreciate hearing yourself, you get to treat them like a, a normal person. Which brings us to our next article. Ha-ha! But first, let's take a deep breath. Rather than take a musical break, since we just had our long laptop restarting break Um, we're just going to take a breath in and out and then we'll we'll recenter with our our next article on the list deep breath in and out 